Welcome to The Table. Welcome to The Table is a podcast put out by the good people of Pulpit Rock Church in Colorado Springs, Colorado. It is an opportunity for us to sit at the table with people uh, who are interesting to us and talk about things that will be helpful for us in our journey with Christ. I'm your host, Thomas Thompson. I'm joined this season by my co-host, Kyle Collins. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Thomas. Hey, ladies, would you reintroduce yourselves? Uh, we've been having a great conversation here around the table, and I wanted to remind folks who we had. I'm Caitlin Garrett. I'm Nikki Downs. I'm Pam Eschner. Great. So we're, we're going to dive back into part two of a conversation we've been having about what it looks like to live sent and specifically how these moms are living sent through this college campus uh, movement called Ask a Mom. Yeah, I, I know that as, as a university grows, there seems to be more policies and rules and there's transition and who's in charge of what. And so it's a constantly moving thing to kind mm -hmm. of navigate. Um, but you come on the invitation of some sort of student organization, right? Mm -hmm. So we do. Um, the nice thing about what you do is you can be invited by a number of different student organizations <laughs> to come and set mm -hmm. up. Uh, but t tell me more about stories, just as you've been on campus the last five years, yeah. doing this a couple times a month. Mm -hmm. What are some other things that have been, been happening? You know, I, um, we've sometimes been at the wellness center that, um, that's where they've put our table and, that's really an interesting one because they do the counseling at the wellness center. So sometimes you'll see a student coming out tearful and needing a hug and so receptive to the hug that we have. Um, sometimes you'll have a student who's just pretty chattery and they're going into their counseling session and, and they're almost processing ahead of time what they're going to be talking about. And it seems like it kind of helps them clear their head. And, and so that's been neat. But one of the nice things the wellness center has done is just invited us to kind of a health event each year and they always want us to provide a door prize <laughs> so we're moms you know what can we provide we decided well a home-cooked meal by a mom is really a neat thing yeah. and each year we've offered that our prize bucket has lots and lots of drawing cards <laughs> a lot of the students just like the idea of coming to mom's house and and having a home-cooked meal it's really fun for us to put it together with um with kind of potluck style, bringing lots of things. I was asking my husband this morning, what are some of the stories I've told you? And he said, oh, you have to tell them about the mom's dinner. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> so, so I think the dads liked being dads to the students um, during our dinner as well. Yeah. Well, that makes me think we we uh, we tried to launch an Ask a Dad program. Oh. <laughs> but the problem was every time someone would go to Ask a Dad, the dad would just say, well, go ask a mom. <laughs> Oh, brother. Been waiting all morning. When can I slip it in? Actually, Thomas has been waiting all month. When he heard about this Ask Mom, he's like, I got one. I think yeah. that's funny. Yeah. Um, tell, me, tell me more about how you connect this to your faith in Christ. Like, how are you, how are you seeing yourself as being sent uh, in when you walk onto that campus? Well, Jesus went about doing good, you know, and showing compassion to people all around him. And I have the gift of mercy. I just have so much compassion when these kids come up. Mm. I'm, we've had them come to you and just burst into tears, mm. crying, just seeing you before they even get to you and hug you because the, they miss their mom and they miss touch. Mm. And they're just so happy to see somebody who's there for them. So I feel like, you know, we can love, love them for Jesus, be his arms 
Yeah, we talked about there are only two requirements to being an Ask a Mom, and one is you have to have sent a child um, out of the home, and two, you have to love Jesus, and that has to be your motivation for being there, and um, and so that's that's really it. I mean, it's that simple, but I think that love of our Lord really shines on every single person who's part of our ministry, even you know, when we're when when we're gathering up the cookies, the people who aren't even going to go on campus are already praying for us, and we just know that we are sent. It's it's a very uncomfortable place to be. Why would we be there unless we know that that Jesus called us to do this? And then he confirms that over and over again. Um, one of the really neat stories of our ministry is our newest one of our newest moms, Alele, doesn't go to our church. Um, we have several women um, who do ask a mom that go to different churches. But um, Alele had a daughter at UCCS. She's now in the military, but um, she was one of our regulars. <laughs> She'd come to, to our table and she knew who we were, what we were doing, and she's a believer. And she had asked um, her mom, she said, you need to find out about this group called Ask a Mom because I think you'd be perfect for it. And this is what they do. This is what I see, mom. They bring these cookies on campus and they hug students who ask for hugs and and they talk to students who need to be talked to. And and Alele thought, well, great, but I don't know how to get in touch with them. So um, one morning, God just put it on her heart and she, and she said, I knew I was supposed to get out of my bed and I was supposed to go to the computer and I was supposed to find out how do I get in touch with Ask a Mom. And somehow I think one of our church blogs must have come up on her search screen and had Caitlin's information. So Caitlin put her in touch with us and we heard this amazing story. And it was just such a neat confirmation for us that yes, God wants us there and he wants Alele with us. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like that's kind of how we all find one another is mm -hmm. we just feel uniquely called to do this work that God has put on our hearts. You know, you said something at the beginning that I thought was interesting. You said uh, we wanted to be to demonstrate that we were willing to do the work to cross the street mm -hmm. and to go to them mm -hmm. instead of just expecting them to come to us. And, you know, it, it, we may not think of it always this way, but, you know, stepping onto a college campus for, for you folks probably feels like a, uh, you know, a totally different cultural experience. Like it is its own little mission strip to step into that subculture and to step into kind of a totally different place. Uh, and, and I love that picture of finding a way to do that in your own backyard to literally do the work to kind of cross over and, and to, to be present. And there's something about showing up just over and over and over and over yeah. again mm -hmm. that, that your presence in a place, not only it sounds like not only is it giving you favor on campus where there's some trust mm -hmm. and relationship, um, but it sounds like there's been some favor with students. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that just as you've kind of continued <laughs> to show up again and again over the last few years? We've been told so many things. You've saved my life. You're the best mm -hmm. thing on campus. We're mm -hmm. so excited when you come. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, those are wonderful things to and, hear. And sometimes we hear that message just when we need it. Like we'll have a day where it feels like every student is wearing ear pods. Is that, <laughs> is that the right word? Those earbuds, something like that. And and in my mind, that's that's like a a sign on their head saying, don't talk to me. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be hidden here. And, and yet, you know, and so you feel like, wow, I, you know, all I want to do is give away a cookie and a hug, but oh well. And then we get one of our students who says, oh, the moms are here. And I just texted all my friends. We're all going to come and see you. We can't wait. You know, thank you so much for being here. And, and just when you need it, you get that reassurance that, that it's okay. <laughs> 
I honestly didn't know what to expect. I thought it might be all these kids with their faces buried and what. It has given me hope in the next generation because they are so nice. Mm, they they are, are so nice. Even when they don't stop, they'll say, okay, it's okay. I'm good. You know, I've just been surprised. When we first walk on campus, one of the things we have to do is bring our bags full of cookies and um, and our big sign and, and our tablecloth. And it's a lot. And never once have I ever had to open the door to the university center. A student That's always true. opens That's the true. door and holds mm. it for us. That is so kind. How, how, has, how have these conversations and experiences with these students shaped any of the ways that you see your own kids? I think they give us practice. Um, we try really hard. We don't know these students. We try to be a little bit more like Jesus. When someone would ask Jesus a direct question, he would often turn it around and ask the question a question back. And we've tried to get better with our questions so we can understand more where that, I wanted to say child, where that student is coming from. Um, but I think that's helped me learn to hold my breath a little bit with my own and be able to ask a question. I feel like if I can be nice to students that are strangers, I definitely should carry that same wish to be open and, and kind to my own. Well, it has to be nice to walk on campus and, and people, you know, throw a parade, be rock stars for a minute. Hey, the moms are here. <laughs> it's probably not something you get all the time at home with your own kids. Maybe never. <laughs> Caitlin, what about you? You've got uh, you've the most recent launch. Yeah, I, I think the main thing that it's shown me is that sometimes you're you're having conversations not for an outcome. Like when when you're going on campus and you're talking to kids and just offering a cookie or a hug, you're you're not expecting anything in return. You're not expecting you're not expecting to have a big conversation and and be able to pass something important on to them. Um, you're you're just showing up for them, letting them know that you're for them. Um, and I think sometimes as parents, we have so many lessons or important things that we want to talk about and make sure that, um, that we've taught our kids. And so, sometimes the, the main thing is just to be there, to show up, to, to offer a hug or a listening ear, not to talk as much. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like Nikki said, to direct them back to, to talking and, and not just, we don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just want to hear what you have to say. People in the city would be able to go to our website and figure things out, but but is there like some kind of national organization or you, you said <laughs> Kathy, Kathy, Phil and Kathy Thompson? So it's kind of a crew yeah. thing that she was doing? But there are, I understand that there are now seven, six, six, or six, seven. six yeah. chapters um, of Ask a Mom just that have grown kind of organically like ours did by knowing Kathy and hearing what she's doing and saying, well, that sounds good or, or yeah. being part of crew and saying, oh, we should do that. We're even thinking... <clears throat> We haven't talked to you about this, Kyle, yet, but we're getting big enough. We're kind of wondering if we're getting called to CC also. Should cool. we be, should we, and boy, talk about a different campus to jump onto. Yeah. But um, but we're so huge now that we almost don't have enough spaces for all the moms we've got. So I'm curious for each of you, are, are there ways that you have kind of seen uh, your spaces, the places you live, work and play differently because of being part of this on campus? Like, has that time on campus shaped in any way your eyes to see the people around you in a, in a different sort of way? For me, because I work at a church, I don't often, as often as I would like to interact with 
people that aren't church people. Um, and so it's, it's nice to have an opportunity where I can go and, and be able just to, to talk to people that might not believe the same thing I do, might not see the world the same way that I do. Um, and, and like Pam has said, it kind of gives you a different perspective on students. I think you hear a lot, um, in the media and on the news about this, this next generation. Um, and it's, it's always good to, to see these are, these are people, um, each one has a story and, um, and, and they're not just part of this generation that, that is this, this kind of thing. Um, they're, they're all sweet and loving and, and they just need a mom. <laughs> I, I know that I learn a lot by watching the other ladies on the team. I, I tend to be more reserved. God is so good. He, he gives me the students who want to have longer conversations, it seems. And, and it's, it's not as comfortable for me to say, oh, come on over here. I know you need a hug, but I'll watch Pam do that with such amazing success. I think it helps me think, oh, I could branch out a little more. I could I could be a little more open, or I could watch my body language maybe a little bit, make sure I don't look totally close. And, um, and so I, I've learned a lot just by being with other moms and seeing how they interact with students. Well, that's so sweet. I grew up very uh, fundamental, right, Christian, and... Uh, when you witness, you witness, you know. And so it was scary. Like, But now I just feel like, look at all these people. They're just people, and we just all need love and connection. Mm. And so people aren't so scary to me anymore. And uh, I know my, my husband and I have been reaching out in our neighborhood, you know, inviting the strangers up the street to come have Thanksgiving with us. And and they were already busy, so they turned around and invited us. Happened, <laughs> happened to be a couple of gals. And um, so I, I'm not so scared of the world anymore, mm. you know? I think everybody needs love, and there are a few who don't accept it, but that's okay. That's so good. I, I think sometimes part of the fear, and I, I relate to that a lot, you know, I learned of this idea that, you know, sharing our faith or evangelism or witnessing is something that we have to articulate in a certain sort of way and, and we have to get to all the steps and so when you have that in your back pocket of i gotta find a way to steer this conversation to yeah. this place mm -hmm. and feel like it's all on you to do it mm -hmm. um, it can be scary and kind of intimidating and honestly it can feel a little un awkward and, yeah. and like we're forcing something that wasn't there um, but i love that this idea of that we don't just proclaim mm -hmm. the gospel there's also a demonstration of the gospel mm -hmm. that is just as important for people to see and behold and often in that seeing and having that demonstrated, there's questions and curiosity that kind of draws people in. And so I think what you ladies are doing week after week is you get to demonstrate the gospel in a hug, in a cookie, mm -hmm. in a smile, in a hello, in an acknowledgement of what someone is carrying. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that you know gives great curiosity and wonder and leads to other conversations. But it is also enough just to be at a, de a demonstration of, of how Jesus would be to those kids in that moment. Mm -hmm. I hope it gives them hope because there are, you know, occasionally kids who just look at you very warily and say, why are you doing this? They, mm -hmm. they don't get it, you know, because they don't have trust. They've been hurt or whatever. Yesterday, I, this young man walked past us three times ignoring us. You know, I noticed him. He had curly hair and a hat. And 
uh, Becky felt the Lord told her, go talk to him. She goes, oh, that's scary. I don't want to do that. But she she listened, and she, he sat down near us. So she went over and just offered him a cookie. She talked to him for almost an hour. Mm-hmm. He totally opened up. He took his earbuds out, and he said, I don't have friends, and I'm lonely, and he has a liver disease, so he he's having a terrible time. With with that, he was supposed to outgrow it, and he didn't. And uh, he just bared his heart to her, mm-hmm. you know. So you don't you don't know why you're being ignored. It could be someone's just really sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you prepare to, to walk on campus for, for you guys? I mean, uh, there's definitely a learning curve a little bit in learning how to ask better questions and just mm-hmm. some of that posture. But but what do you do for a mom who's maybe wanting to jump in for the first time? We would ask her to contact us, um, and we would just um, let, we'd find out, has she in fact sent a child off um, into the world, and um, is she wanting to love these students with us in the name of Jesus? And if all that were true, we would just invite her into our group and um, be so glad she joined us. We would encourage her to read a book that all of us have read um, called God Space by Doug Pollock. Um, just a really neat book about um, making conversations comfortable enough that the spiritual side can come out um, in a conversation. Um, making sure that we aren't hijacking conversations and taking them in a place we, of course, as believers would like them to go, but just loving the people who are in our midst um, in their own world to the point where they realize we're safe and that maybe a spiritual conversation can just occur naturally. And um, that's been a wonderful resource for us. I think just our daily preparation to go on campus is a big piece of what makes us um, effective. We get together, we put our cookies together, together. We, um, we talk a lot about what students we're hoping maybe we'll see again, what conversations we've had recently that we're hoping we can continue. And then um, we meet and pray before we get on campus. Usually we spend our time um, in the car. Caitlin often drives us to campus, and she promises to keep her eyes open, but the rest of us close our eyes <laughs> and just pray from our very hearts um, about how the day is going to go. And if we have certain students we've already discussed, we pray for them specifically, that they'll come and visit with us. And um, we walk on campus feeling pretty buoyed up with prayer. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the biggest piece of the importance of our preparation. Um, whichever mom has taken the role of leader for that week, and we we shuffle it around, everyone pretty much leads once a semester. Um, that mom also writes us a prayer report, usually that day or the next day. So we know what important conversations happened that we can all keep on our hearts and in our prayers. And, um, and that's that feels like it's another important part of how we do our ministry. I think that's a big piece is that um, knowing that God has these divine appointments with these students Mm -hmm. um, and just asking him for the eyes to be aware um, and ears to hear what maybe they're actually searching for just so that we don't miss something. Um, because he, he will bring people by that table um, that, that need to have a conversation or that need that hug more than anything else. And so just just the prayers that we would be looking 
um, for the students that, that need to be talked to that day. Um, so good, and that's such a breath of relief to trust that God is already there. He's already at work. He's already doing what he's doing. And so it's more about, God, would you clue us into the deal? Would you, would you alert us to ways that you were already at work versus carrying the weight of that yourself and saying, what are we going to make happen as we step on for these couple hours? That's so good. Sounds great. So ladies, thanks for joining us at the table today. It's exciting to hear about what it looks like for moms to live sent. And so thanks for unpacking that a little bit with us today. Uh, Nikki mentioned a book, uh, God Space by Doug Pollock. That would be a great next step if you are interested in um, learning how to have conversations that might be uh, difficult at first or maybe may a little intimidating. So that sounds like a great resource. And also, if you're interested in this Ask a Mom movement, you can visit us at pulpitrock.com. Be happy to uh, find ways to connect you with that as well. So we hope today's uh, conversation has sparked some conversations in your own tables and your own life as you continue to figure out what does it look like to follow Christ and sit with him. So until next time, thanks for joining us at the table.